Hey everyone, hopefully you can hear me. Um, I know I do this every time. So I'm actually in the Delta Sky Lounge right now because I'm boarding a plane to take my grandcats to their dad. Best way to put that, I guess. Okay, so since it is six o'clock, I'm gonna go ahead and get started. And again, I hope that you all can hear me. So whoever is on here right now, if you could just give me a thumbs up because I am using my AirPods tonight so you can hear me, hopefully, because I'm in the Delta Sky Lounge right now. Okay, so the question that I got this week was, what can I do if my home is not selling? That is kind of a loaded question. So what I will do is answer it the best I can. It's going to depend. Um, I'm so sorry that these, um, a lot of the questions are very generic in the way I have to respond. However, if you are selling a house and it's been on the market for a while and you've hired a realtor professional, ask them, ask the agent, say, what is going on? What do I need to do? In some cases, it is truly going to be that you need to reduce the price. We know that homes are not staying on the market longer than 30 days um, unless they're overpriced or they're super unique. So if your property is super unique, you might need to be marketing it in a different way. Example, if it is land and a, like a farmhouse, that needs to be promoted in a different type of way, not just MLS. If you have a luxury property, that property needs to be marketed in a way that attracts luxury buyers. The other thing that we're seeing, I have like a historic home right now that's listed, and that historic home is sitting. It's a very unique person that's going to buy that property. So I have to be careful not to underprice it because we are looking for a unique buyer. So long story short, ask your realtor what is the best plan and hire someone that you trust and trust that they're going to tell you the truth because it's not always about the money for your agents. Okay, hopefully that was a good enough answer for you guys. Now, I love this one. Can I take my favorite light um, when I am listing my house? So you list your house and you have a beautiful chandelier that was your great grandmother's. I always recommend to my clients that you remove that prior to pictures or at least put it in the disclosure statement that you are taking that property or sorry, that property, that, that light fixture with you when you move out. So you will do a prop, a seller's property disclosure statement. And on there, just make sure you notate what you're taking, but it is still best to go ahead and remove it prior to those photos and prior to showings. Um, this was a good question. It says, how do you vet a buyer? So the most important thing for an agent to do, of course, is to make sure that they are qualified. If they are not qualified, we really don't want to be showing them homes. For our team, we try to show every buyer at least one property. And that's kind of the chance for us to get to meet them, feel them out, let them see if they like us and if they want to work with us. And um, in that process, we are, you know, making a connection because you really do want to love your agent and vice versa. So we tend to meet them, do a buyer consult, let them know all the steps. And sometimes if they really, really do know how much they qualify for, how much they can comfortably afford, then we'll go ahead and show them a house or two just to like build that rapport. However, it is most important 
to get approved. So that's the basics for vetting a buyer. If someone calls me out of the blue and is like, I'm at this house and I want to see it, I'm going to probably ask for your driver's license. Not only because I'm a female, but because I'm smart. So I want to know who I'm going to go meet, especially if it's a vacant house or a house on 100 acres, right? So I want to know who I'm going to see. And uh, we all just need to be safe and wise. So that's the basics for vetting a buyer. I want to meet you. Um, if I don't get to see you before showing you a house, I probably want your driver's license. And I want you to be qualified with a lender. And a, a trusted lender would be the other aspect in that. Um, and you guys, I don't have a watch or anything. So someone on here, if you can tell me when it is 6.10, that would be great. Because you know we try to keep these at 10 minutes. Um, sell. Here's the next question. Sorry about that. Sell with you. So if someone sells with me. They wanted to know, do I also represent them as a buyer? And the simple answer is yes. However, not all agents work the same. You have some agents that they really just do not work buyers at all. So like on our team, depending on if, if I'm your listing agent, I'm going to decide where you're looking to buy. And if it's an area that I am so very, very good at, most likely I'm going to represent you. Of course, if you want me to. And then if not, um, I would connect you with someone else or you could go interview other buyer agents. But if it's an area that I'm not like super familiar with, our team is big. We're, we're about 35 agents. And what I'll do is I'll match you with an agent that is really good with that area and an agent that you're going to get along with. So I personally use the DISC profile. So if you don't know what that is, call me. I'd love to educate you on it. But I use that in pretty much um, my everyday life. So I use it to help a buyer um, to, so I know how to communicate with a buyer and my sellers because I know certain personality types want different types of communication. And so our agents have all taken the test and I know what their personality style is, how they communicate, and I will try to match you with someone on the team that is someone that you, you know you're going to get along with and they're going to enjoy communicating the way you do and stuff like that and so hopefully that question is answered um, but the easy answer is yes if i list your property i would love to represent you as a buyer in general most agents would a follow-up question from that was do i discount so there is there's some tricky laws and stuff out there um and I would recommend that you be very careful if you are a buyer and make sure you know your rights. Because if I'm representing you as a seller, I legally cannot say to you, hey, if you um, if I list your house um, and you let me you represent you as a buyer, I'll discount your listing. You really can't do that. It's called a tie in, which is illegal or unethical in our industry. And so. What we tend to do is if you're working with us on both sides, we're selling your house and you're buying a house with us, we're gonna do something a little special for you, make sure it's documented and it'll go um, to your lender so they know about it and everything's gonna be in writing so there's nothing kind of under the table. Okay, I got another question. Does your office use a team concept or should I only be talking to one agent? So. Um, I'm a little different. So since I am the team lead, I actually have 
um, basically a right-hand agent. Um, most of you that know me, you will know Carla. Carla is literally my right hand. So anything that I can't get to, Carla does. Our clients come first and the communication to our clients is really the most important thing. So we also do have the team concept in place being like today, Frank, I'm at the airport. So um, packing and trying to get out of town and showing clients in Atlanta today has been a whirlwind. Like I'm sweating right now. But um, so one of our clients, he asked us to, he found a home and we wanted to make sure we got that videotaped and got him more information. So I just call one of my agents who I know is an amazing agent and say, hey, can you help me take care of my client? Will you go videotape this for me? And here's the email address, send it to him, send it to me. So yes, we use a team concept, but at the end of the day, if I'm your agent, I'm your agent. And if anyone on my team is your agent, they're your agent. The one thing I would say that we've kind of got, I think nailed down perfectly is, well, I, sh I shouldn't say perfectly, I'm sure we make mistakes, but the thing that we do well is if our clients do truly come first, that's what we worry about. You'll never hear me or my agents worrying about commission right? Like if I have to pitch in and help one of my agents go show a property, I'm going to do it and vice versa. And if I am traveling and I need my clients, you know, questions answered, I have an amazing team of people that come alongside each other and we support one another. So the one thing I never want my clients to feel is that they're not important or they're getting passed along. And so if you work with me, you'll notice I typically follow up a good bit just like, hey I also reached research this I know I'm the one you hired I'm the one you trust so I'll always do my due diligence as well all right I just got the alert from Tiffany thank you it is 610 thank you Frank for your question and uh, we try to be amazing of course so you guys have a great evening and pray for me as I'll be on a flight to San Francisco in about an hour see you all later bye